It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and Deacon, a podcast about two dads, one of us believing in the power of science, one of us believing in the power of Jesus, but both of us believing in the power of an ice cold beer. And today on Doc and the Deacon, we are going to discuss another one of the seven deadly sins. Because Seven the, deadly sins. The Deacon just wants to go out of his way to point out things that I do that are sins. But this today... I love to be Judgy McJudgerson. ...is not a sin that I commit. This is not a sin from the seven deadly sins that aren't actual real things in the Bible and that they're just things that the Catholic religion threw together. And yeah, that's right. we agree on that. You notice there's never a six deadly sins or an eight deadly sins. People never get antibiotics for four days or 11 days. <laughs> you get seven <laughs> days of antibiotics. You yeah. get 10 days of antibiotics. Do we think that there's a difference between eight days and seven days? Do we think that 10 Absolutely. versus 11? It only took six days and on the seventh day he rested. Amen. Oh, I love it. I love it. So we're going to talk about sloth. Holla. Sloth. Laziness. Apathy. It's really kind of a hard thing to define. But, quote unquote, for Satan, find some mischief still for idle hands to do. Yeah, the idle hands, they say, are the devil's playground. Oh, yeah. You've heard that, right? I have. Yeah. In fact, you know, there's a um there's a, a a movie. You ever you ever watched The Devil's Advocate? Fantastic movie. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. And then there's The Devil's Own with Brad Pitt. You ever seen that? I like The Devil's Advocate with uh that was with Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, in, uh, that's right, that's right, that's one right. One of the famous Italian guys. Yeah. I don't remember which one. Pacino. Yes. One you. of the famous. Hey, it was either Pacino or De Niro. We were Franchise's first. dog is named Pacino. That's right. Yeah. Well, sloth comes from the Latin term, acedia, meaning without care. And this was really, initially this term didn't mean pure laziness. It meant initially those indifferent to duties and obligations to God. It didn't mean... I didn't get up and go to the gym. It didn't mean I didn't get off the couch. It didn't mean I'm so lazy I just sat and scratched my balls all day. It meant you did not spend enough time really serving God. Have you seen the movie Zootopia? You realize I have two children. Yeah. So I've seen it more than I would like. Really? I don't know because it's really one of the good ones. And I love in Zootopia when uh, the bunny, they, they, she's got the, the fox and they got to go to the DMV. Oh, yeah. And who's working at the DMV? The sloths. The sloth. And it was so very typical of our DMV experience, right? Because it was like, she's sitting behind the desk, and she's like going to stamp, and like every word, everything took so long. And, and the I, bunny kept talking. I went to the DMV recently. Did you? Yeah. Why? I need a new new picture or like my ID change. Did you get a new picture? Yes. And did you get a haircut before or after the picture? <laughs> it was before I cut off the ponytail. 
Oh, so you still had the ponytail in the picture. I still had the ponytail in the picture. And you know what? People, I thought as a doctor, would think a ponytail was not professional. Everyone misses the ponytail. Yeah. Because nobody likes my Nobody likes the bob. No, yeah. I didn't mean to get a bob. <laughs> I hadn't gotten a haircut in a while. I didn't really know what to tell him. I've yeah. been wearing my hats a lot. Yeah. And, Until uh, it grows back out. It's amazing how there were like little old ladies who used to be like, you need to find Jesus in a haircut. Now they're like, you need to find Jesus and grow your ponytail back. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They still want me to find Jesus, but they also want to run their arthritic hands through my hair. You do look quite, quite younger with, with the hat on backwards, though. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to flip my hat around and see if that makes sense. I'm trying to be hip with the times. I'm trying to be hip with the times. All right, good. So sloth, a lack of feeling about oneself and a mind state that makes one sluggish. And St. Thomas Aquinas, my boy St. Thomas Aquinas. He's not St. Thomas Aquinas. He's a whole different St. Thomas. Aquinas is how you say it. I don't believe so. Oh, where I went to high school? Yeah. The Catholic school next to us was Aquinas High School. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The kids there called it that. All right. Uh, that doesn't mean that they knew it what they really, were doing. Yeah, it yeah. might. The people from my school were much better educated than this Aquinas school. But needless to say, he said, It was a sorrow about the spiritual good and a facetiousness of the mind which neglects to be in good and to focus on God. Slot is a sin of omission. That's right. It's the not doing something. It's not the I did something wrong. And that's why I'm not that slothful. I think it's the ability to do something. And, you know, when you really look at what they talk about in the Bible, in Proverbs, often they talk about uh, this concept of sloth. And it's actually, they use the word sluggard. Sluggard. S-L-U-G-G-A-R-D, sluggard, to talk about the spirit of slothfulness. Right, And they talk about how the sluggard does not tend their vines and the garden of the sluggard is overgrown Mm -hmm. and not tended to. And, you know, if you've ever been a gardener, if you ever haven't, nor have I. I'm a podcaster. Right? Yeah, I don't have a lot of patience, but I do know this. When the garden is tended, everything is pruned just right so that growth is possible and then you can harvest things well. When it's overgrown, eh, it lends to death. Wow. So, so a lot of, when the garden That's why I cut my ponytail. It looked overgrown and I didn't want it to lead to death. So the, the way of the sluggard... S L U G G A R D. For those right. that weren't paying attention earlier, it it can lead to death. And so, often in Proverbs, they talk about the sluggard and the way of the sluggard, and that the sluggard avoids uh, its the obligations and completely disenfranchises itself from everything, and has the ability to do. But still does not. But if your kids were to commit one of the sins, you want it to be sloth, right? I mean, we've all been a little slothy at times. Would it be better to be slothy or greedy? Oh. See, greed, I think you can, curta- you can curb. How about slothy or lustful? 
Sam, I don't. I don't even think we can do the lust episode. I don't. I don't think we could do that while no, staying no, in. The, yeah, three daughters. No, doing lust. I'll, I'll end up killing someone. Everyone's gonna be like, I enjoyed your six deadly sins. <laughs> you know, I think sloth might be my least favorite though. Wow, because because it ignores the seven gifts given by the Holy Ghost. Absolutely, you know, it ignores wisdom. It ignores understanding, piety, reverence for. God, counsel, knowledge, fortitude, and fear of, fear of God, fear of the Lord. That's right. Fear of the Lord. Are you that slothful in laying there, not being scared that the word? Well, there's and you not- know, you know who's got has to not have sloth is the religion where they have to go door to door. Yeah, the Jehovah's Witnesses. The Jehovah's Witnesses. Who, of all the religious people I've argued with. The Jehovah's Witnesses who don't want blood, which are going to get their own episodes, they are definitely not slothful. No. There is a Jehovah's Witness I love. Dude, they ride their bikes. And I, and I wave to her all the time. And she, like, as I'm driving home, she sets up in the set spot. Yeah. And she works so hard yeah. to try to convince to me. To spread the word. She wants to save my soul. Amen. And I want to save her pancreas. They work hard. Yeah, I'm going to try to save her pancreas while she tries to save my soul. But remember, I want to I want to go back to something you said: the fear of the Lord. It's not a fear like uh, I'm not scared of the Lord. I'm scared of Ron DeSantis. Like a scare. Just kidding. I mean, I am. No, I don't know why. I mean, I think we should have law books that are interesting. Oh, uh, I think. A lot of politicians say things that are silly, right? And I think the idea that we're fearful is is more an awe of the fact that there's this this being that created everything, and it's an acknowledgement of this. Wow, I I, I see the light. It's like my fear of the sun, mm. right? I'm not scared of the sun. I go out and I acknowledge the greatness of the sun and its warmth and everything. But in reality, I know. It'll destroy your eyes. It could give you skin cancer. Absolutely, it could destroy everything. But I'm so thankful for it. Right. Yeah. So I think I think we have to look at it like that. Well, it's not a sin that really affects me. I'm a machine until I'm not, and then I like to chill on the couch. I'm the best of both worlds. Yeah. I I can keep going all day, but when you get me in chill mode, you're in chill mode. Oh, there is no turning back. When I'm in hangout mode, I saw you in vacation mode. And I hear you're the best at vacation. I am pretty good. I am pretty good. If not the best, you know. Yeah. Top percent level, yeah. Brian Drum might be the best vacationer. I'm sure. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm your gonna, I'm your brother might be the best vacationer. I'm going to disagree. He okay. needs an app. I get told I need to take one. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So with sloth, I think when someone comes in and says they feel slothful, yeah. I have a differential diagnosis in my brain. Oh, yeah. They could have hypothyroidism, right? If the thyroid, a gland in your neck is underactive, you yeah. could feel that way. You could have anemia. Oh, you that's lost true. Some blood. Hey, you've got the beginnings of colon cancer. You have an ulcer. You have a problem with absorption of iron or B12, or your kidneys aren't working. And so, you know, or. You're what if on, your hemoglobin is low? That means you're anemic. It's oh, okay. the same exact thing, yeah. Or you're on Eliquis and it causes a bleed, <laughs> and that's the reason you're anemic. Oh. 
You should still maybe take Eloquist. Maybe I could get Eloquist. I could get a commercial for Eloquist. Oh, I prefer for you to have a commercial for it before I'd like you to take it. Okay, good. Next, sleep apnea. We've gone into sleep apnea on episode four. We were young little pups in the podcast. We were babies when we were doing sleep apnea. It was like our second time recording. We're like, I wonder how this is going to go. We should listen to that one again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number four, a depression. Okay. Yeah, depression can sure make you feel slothful. And different meds will give you some energy. And I'm really always trying to motivate people to get outside and do lifestyle changes to help. And also, um, marijuana. People love medical marijuana. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do feel like quite a bit of marijuana can sometimes make you feel a little slothful. Well, you know, there... The evil thoughts of sloth, the church doctrine. Tell me about it. It's interesting because I love science. And you know, slothfulness reminds me of like which came first, the chicken or the egg. In fact, there's a statement that says a property of matter by which continues its existing state of rest or uniform motion in a straight line unless that state is changed by an external force. So in layman's terms, an object in motion will stay in motion unless an external force is applied and an object at rest will stay at rest unless an external force is applied. Well, it actually sounds like you're defining not only slothfulness, but the term inertia. That's right. And I often struggle with clinical inertia So we're doing one treatment plan. Okay. And you don't really want to increase change and do more because I'm really trying to limit how many medicines I give and how many adjustments I make. But somebody's doing something. They come in and they look fine. And I'm like, hey, the numbers aren't perfect. And it comes to when is the time where I need to make these changes? We have these guidelines in our brain. But I have clinical inertia when it comes to being a doctor. I also have some inertia in my life where I love how we record. Right. I love that you have new ideas sometimes. And I sometimes need to take your ideas and be like, wow, we need to reach out more to get advertisers or doing different things. But I so much enjoy kind of what we're doing in the process that I have inertia in life. Yeah. Right. I'm not always looking for new friends. Sometimes I find them. I'm not looking for a new job, but there may be a better one. And I'm stuck with this inertia. So maybe I have this unknown slothfulness built inside me that doesn't like change. I feel the same way. I've been at this job almost two years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's great. You have had more jobs since we met than Antonio Cromarty has children. (laughs) That's right. Not Nick Cannon. Not Nick Cannon. I have not reached the Nick Cannon phase, but I'm there with Antonio Cromarty. Nick Cannon has to be trying to have more children. I mean, that's crazy. Right? There's no way he meets a There's no way he just accidentally... Could you imagine if he showed up and you were a fertility doctor? He's like, hey, I'm just coming in to see you. I want to have more children. <laughs> well, so people say sometimes, Doc and the Deacon, how do you take a deadly sin and make it scientific? Well, sometimes the science and the human biology That's is right. different than just medicine. Okay. So you know what it's time to learn about? The sloth. The sloth. The animal. From Zootopia. Yeah. Are you ready? Let's do it. There are two-toed and three-toed sloths. Two-toed, three-toed. But it only talks about the arms. They are not considered to have arms and legs. Both the top 
and, and the bottom. bottom extremities are both arms. Oh. But the two-toed have two toes on their arms and three on the bottom. The three-toeds have three on the top and three on the bottom. So actually, it's considered four arms. They also are able to turn their heads 270 degrees because of the way their spine is set up. 270 degrees. So if I go to my right shoulder, that's 90, right? Yeah, if you go all the way around If I go all the way back 180, if I go to the other shoulder, that's 270. I can barely go 90. You could make... You could make a left-hand turn by going the opposite way and looking, uh, you know, yeah. at the wall when making left. Yeah. So uh, 270 degrees, that's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah. And what are sloths known for? What is a sloth the animal known for? Their long tongues. What else? Their ability to climb. Sure. What are sloths really known for? You're wrong, wrong, Being wrong. slow. Being slow. Yes, yes. I mean, that's where it all comes from. So they are slow. Do you know how slow they are? How slow? Guess how many miles an hour they go. First, I'll tell you, a jaguar can go 50 miles an hour. Okay. Uh, human, like, in fact, we were watching football, and uh, Christian McCaffrey on one run went almost 22 miles an hour. 0.17 miles per hour. You said that really slowly. I'm actually thinking about doing the rest of the episode slowly when I talk about the sloths. <laughs> I would <laughs> like to let you know that sloths are actually good swimmers. <laughs> they can actually swim relatively fast. <laughs> they can hold their breath for up to 40 minutes. They're just slow on land. Oh, interesting. They're often the size of a medium-sized dog. So 0.17 miles an hour. Let's think about what 0.17 miles well, is. I'll tell you how fast it is. Okay. 0.17 miles per hour. So for me, 0.17 miles would be for me to walk from my house, and it would take me an hour to get... To the stop sign down the street. That's crazy. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. They're the size of medium-sized dog. But back in the day, they used to be huge. Back in the day, they well, they're had They're really them that to, small. Yeah. 10,000 years ago, they were up to nine feet tall. Not only that, one of the things that I find scientifically that's super interesting, they can spend up to 90% of their time upside down. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the, the reason is... Their organs are attached to the rib cage. Okay. So we can't because of breathing and blood flow and how it goes. But for them, and how long could I live upside down? Well, I don't know, four to seven minutes. Really? No, probably longer. But you know, based on you, what I've learned about you, probably uh, you know, two to four minutes. <laughs> I'd be giving up pretty quickly. Not only that, it takes a long time to have a child when you're a sloth. They have one child at a time. It can take six to nine months, six to ten months. And then you have a baby. It's up in the tree with you. I heard. If the baby falls, they don't even go down to get it. No. Because it would take them so long. So they're just like, adios. Adios. <laughs> they go to the bathroom once a week. Wow. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And they always go to the bathroom in the same spot. Really? Oh, yeah. Not only that, as they go down the tree to go to the bathroom, they rub the men, their anal glands, right along the tree to try to bring a woman to them. Mm, that's to try sexy. to bring a female sloth. That's like sexy talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So fecal They're bringing sexy back. Oh, uh. They rub it along the tree, hoping it brings someone. Also, they don't want to be with others. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a sloth as a pet, uh, Dak Shepard's wife, she was in a, a Frozen. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Kristen uh, Bell. Kristen Bell. She got a pet sloth at one point because why wouldn't she? She had just been the voice of one of the most famous characters. She yeah. should get a sloth and brought it on Ellen or Oprah or it wasn't Jerry Springer. Okay. Even though if they took Dax on Jerry Springer, it would have been a great episode. That would have been amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Ellen uh, before she got canceled. Oh, yes. Yeah. So and this so is pre. Yeah. What they knew, though, is uh, she shouldn't hold the sloth. Because they don't want to be held. They want to be by themselves. And in an area, there are a ton of sloths that live there. They just don't mess with each other. They're antisocial. They're not like the Doc and the Deacon. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're more like our wives. Our wives who are introverted extroverts. They want to have like six people over and Mm -hmm. chirp at them, eight people over, have a nice little dinner party. That's right. But the random person I invite over, they're like, this is exhausting. Yes. I have to talk to someone else. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If they bring up how funny they think the podcast is, I'm leaving. I was like, you can't leave. You can't leave our own house. If they bring up their hair one more time. Uh-huh. So sloths, they only eat leaves, and they burn really little energy. They have really slow metabolism. Okay. So the whole idea of being slothful comes along with that. You know what their predators are? Basically a bunch of NFL football teams. <laughs> uh, the Eagles. Okay. The Jags and the Snakes. That's not a. That's not a. That's team. not a. Yeah, team. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, they well, also that would be the Cowboys. They also have the. Ah! State, uh, Take that, Jerry Jones. I mean, it, you could walk from here to Dallas in point one seven miles, and you still wouldn't get there by the time the Cowboys last won a championship. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Amen. Their their facial structure is weird. It's because it looks like they're always smiling. And I think that uh, sloths are pretty amazing animals. I'm, I'm pretty. Now, what are, what are the big differences between the three-toed and the two-toed? Just the number of toes they have. They can live a little bit longer, the three-toed, but it really depends. on. They can usually live from 10 to 20 years, but in captivity, you could live 40 years. Yeah. The problem is a jaguar I didn't know if like two-toed, two-toeds make a better peace sign and the three-toeds make the okay sign. I, I know how that goes. I'm sure there's a little bit of that. Yeah. But either way, I love me some sloths. They're super cute. The problem is they shouldn't be pets. They don't want to be held. They don't want to be around other sloths. They don't want to be around you, no matter how great you think you are. Well, and slothfulness, really, you know, while I think it's important to rest, and I think it's important to recover and find healthy ways like sometimes I hate it when we start an episode and we don't talk about where we're going with it. But my whole thing is I need more slothful time. Sometimes you and I can, we go so much, right? It's between our kids and between our work and we're both all, you know, always going and diving into things. And sometimes I feel guilty about resting to the point where my rest is not even real rest. 
Yeah. Does that make sense? Like it is, I use it with my brain is growing and, and I need to give myself the freedom to say, you know what? I'm just going to do nothing. I think slothful means sometimes downtime for you. Yeah. You have to. And sometimes my downtime is, I know for you, sometimes it's, Coaching or yeah, golf playing golf. That's for right. me. I really enjoy when we podcast. I enjoy watching sports, but when we podcast, it's not like I'm laying on the couch. No, but this is fantastic time. Oh. I mean, this is you know preparing for this and learning about these things and and being able to dive into how they relate to our world and how they relate. You know, when I when I read this and I talk and I read about spiritual slothfulness or the spiritually sluggard, the person who knows Jesus but doesn't trust him and doesn't lean into him and the person who avoids, you know, it, it challenges me in a way to think, okay, how, how am I reading my Bible? Am I just reading it or am I reading to gain understanding? How am I, how are my relationships with other men who, uh, who also believe the same things? And you know, recently I had dinner with some friends, some some guys who who are men that I trust and hold me accountable, and and it was great to be in that moment. And it reminds you that it's true. What is at rest stays at rest. When you're awake and you're moving, you're moving your brain, you're reading, you're learning, you're doing. You just keep going, and it's important. But it also is important to find a way to give yourself some respite and you know you don't have to turn into a sloth but it's okay to relax you know it's like that song uh i, I don't even know who sings it it's like growing up it's like all my friends drive a low rider i like bum, bum, yeah. bum, bum. low rider Fuming, getting higher. Da, 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 right? You know, it's like... Oh, I know what it is. Da, yeah. da, 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 Sometimes you just want to chill. Sitting on the dock of the bay. Watching the tide roll away. So yeah. I want to say that uh, I want us to find some time to be slothful. In American life, every second is scheduled. I have one of those shared calendars with my wife. Yeah. And it is, where are you here? Where are you there? Every 15 minutes to 30 minutes of my life is scheduled with going from place to place. And I sometimes have to go, hey, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to sit and just work on mess or do whatever I have to do. Yeah. And what I'm going to try to do in this next year is I'm going to try to be more softful. And so you know what I want you to do? Talk to me. I want you to rank... Rank it. Three sloths for movies. Okay. I don't want you to rank the character. I want you to rank the movie. Okay, I can and do that. And I want you to tell me why this movie is good, why this movie is bad. And if you haven't seen the movie, fake it, bro. Fake it till you fake make it. Fake it till you make yeah, it. All right, yeah, let's yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one, Prince Hans from Frozen. Oh. That lazy dude. Right? Have you ever seen the picture... Uh, on the internet, it's like the this guy has no money picture where he stands <laughs> around his girl yeah. because he hasn't worked yeah. and plays video games all day 
And I'm very okay with that, right? I love the way the world is, right? Like men can work, women can work. And I think sometimes, you know, it's interesting when a man doesn't work and plays, sits home and plays video games all day. Yeah. And being slothful is something I want to do more. So number one, Prince Hans from Frozen. Okay. I know how he would, how I would picture him holding Anna or Elsa before the day before the rent is paid or the day before the new game comes out that he wants to buy. Right. NBA 2K3 is coming out, girl. What do you think? 2K23. Should yeah. we get it? Should we get it? I think we should get it. <laughs> Next. Uh, Goonies. Okay. A sloth. Sloth, sloth. Yeah, it was a famous character yeah. in Goonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love it. Uh, one mean, of the, how do you not love One Goonies? of the sons of the family that, yeah. And last but not least, the big Lebowski. The dude. The dude abides. Hey, bro. That Which rug. one's the dude? Who's the dude? He's the Big Lebowski. Is that what's? Wait, who's the actor? Do you know? I know it. Who is it? I'll tell you later. Oh, it's because I can't really remember right now. But I know oh, who the I can't actor remember is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bridges, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. That's it. Yes, yes, yes. I think I've seen parts of it. Uh, I I hate to admit because uh, I know the Big Lebowski is is one of those cult flicks, right? Yeah. Um. And I'm gonna go. Goonies was like my time, man, growing up. I think it was a great movie. My wife's favorite movie ever. Yeah, I'm going to go Goonies 1, Frozen 2, Big Lebowski 3, only because Frozen was such an important time for my kids and my adult maturation. But um, I know there are people who are going to yell at me and be like, Big Lebowski should be number one. I know there's a lot of Big Lebowski number one all-time fans. So Also, I think the people that are really into the Big Lebowski are more the podcast crew. Yeah, probably. So... Oh, and Goonies. Yeah. People that really were into Frozen probably aren't old enough to listen to a podcast. No, that's a very good point. But I want to point out, I am uh, not that slothful. So take that, sinners. Yeah. Take that. And, you know, we're not going to let, even though we haven't put out many episodes lately, it's not because we're sitting on idle hands. No, it's because we have not become the devil's on watcher. the dock in the bay, watching, watching the tide roll away. Two things you can count on. The dock is in. And the deacon is sitting on the dock of the bay. Holla! Uh, thank you to our wives who make sure that we are not slothful. Oh, and they are hardworking ladies. That's right. They are not slothful. Thank you to our hardworking uh, rapper, Mr. Franchise. He's slothful. He hadn't had a song in a while. Our hard-working producer, Tucker Butler. Love you, Tucker. And our hard-working TikTok social media queen, Miss Bree. Peace. Peace. Excellent brain trust to market and brand this. That's set in stone like the Ten Commandments. This show gon' be around for infinite years. I think we can all agree on ice cold beers. 100% authentic, you can't fake it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in. Now I'm coming to close it like a Roldis Chapman.